Are you looking for a space where you will learn to improve your mental strength, emotional health, and heal your insecurities from the inside out? Take the first step to living a more meaningful life with the Better Me with Body by Brie podcast. I'm your host, Brie. I'm a certified personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mother of three. I've helped empower thousands of women to take action through fitness, nutrition, meditation, personal development, and aligning thoughts with action. This podcast is for those who are ready to feel inspired and motivated to live a more purposeful life. Let's grow together. Hi, friends. Welcome to the podcast today. Let's talk about mom guilt. From one mom to another, haven't we all experienced mom guilt on some sort of level? Talking with my circle of friends, I found it so eye-opening how hard we are on ourselves. Why do we do that? Why are we so hard on ourselves? Why do we pick ourselves apart when it comes to our ability to be a mother? Is it because we know how important it is? Or is it because of our own experiences growing up? Or is it because of our personality type or our Enneagram number, if you know what an Enneagram number is? Whatever the reasoning behind it, it's apparent that most moms have dealt with mom guilt on a regular basis. So what is the solution? Let me share with you what's helped me let go of the mom guilt so I can enjoy motherhood, how it's intended, and actually love my role as a mom. When Olivia was two and a half and Jameson was a newborn, I never got babysitters. I didn't have a good babysitter I could rely on, and I didn't trust anyone with my kids, and I thought I didn't need one because I could do it. I mean, some people have five and six kids, and they could do it, so why couldn't I do it, right? Well, eventually, I started getting really burnt out. I was completely exhausted. I started losing the joy that I thought I would have in motherhood. I started resenting my children, and I became short with them, and I noticed I would wake up with a pit in my stomach. And this is really hard to share because no mom wants to share their darkest thoughts, but let me tell you, I had them. I felt a little depressed, if I'm being honest. Um, I really didn't have many friends because I had just moved into a new area, so I didn't really know a lot of people. And I felt like my life was on this like repeat of Groundhog's Day. And I was in a funk, to say the least. I just, it really took a toll on me. So Adam suggested that I get a babysitter a few times a week for a few hours so that I could just like run errands or or work on my hobbies or just sit at the pool and read a book. Like he understood that I needed the time alone. I needed time away to recharge and refocus. But for some reason, I felt that that would make me a bad mom if I needed a sitter to give me time away from my own kids. And I don't know what that is, like where that's instilled in us at such a young age. But for me, I was taught that motherhood was the most important calling that you could do. So I put so much pressure on myself to be perfect. Well, guess what? All that did was lead to resentment and exhaustion. So I finally decided to pull the trigger and get a regular babysitter. I wanted one on Thursday nights so I could go to dinner with a friend on Monday afternoon so that I could go grocery shopping and get a few errands done and on Saturday night so that I could go on a date with Adam and reconnect with him. And the reason why I chose those was I actually sat down and I said, okay, what's important to me? Like I have to get errands done and that was really hard to do with the kids. I really wanted to reconnect with my husband. It's really hard when you have a brand new baby and it's so exhausting on you mentally. 
um, I feel bad because husbands just kind of get put on the back burner. So I knew that was important to me to reconnect with Adam. And I wanted some type of enjoyment. So I wanted to go to dinner with a friend or I wanted to be able to even just like walk around Target by myself, whatever that was. So those were those were what I decided was important to me. And it was a sacrifice. I had to budget the money so that I could afford the babysitter. I had to sacrifice other things for, but my, for my sanity, it was worth it. Like I was like, okay, I just, I won't go shopping this week. Like I need to have a babysitter. So once I put my mental state as a priority, I became a better wife and mother because my cup wasn't always empty. I started feeling like myself again, like I could recharge. And then when I came home, I actually appreciated my children so much because I missed them. They gave me a chance to miss them. I realized that I had hobbies again. I started my online training business because I had time to actually think. Can you believe it? I had time to think without being interrupted or peed on or spit up on, like just having that time to just be with my thoughts. I want you to listen to me very closely to this next part. Are you listening? Wanting time to yourself does not make you a bad mother. You are not selfish for wanting time for yourself. It is essential and healthy for you to recharge. You cannot run yourself into the ground. You cannot put yourself last every time. You are not being selfless. You are doing yourself a disservice. I cannot tell you how many times I have heard from my clients that they feel guilty taking time to work out every day. This is important. It's important to take care of your health. It's important to feel good. It's okay to want to feel confident. Dare I say, it's okay to have your own dreams and your own aspirations. Give yourself permission to let go of the guilt. Guilt is such a low vibrating frequency. It brings you down and it brings the people around you down and your kids can feel it. Your kids want a happy mom. If that means taking time away from them, then that's okay. It's okay to take a trip and not bring the kids. It's okay to schedule regular date nights to reconnect with your spouse. I always feel bad for husbands, if I'm being honest, because they often get the short end of the stick. Like sometimes at night, I just, I don't know if you guys can relate, but I just do not want one more person touching me because I've been mauled all day long and I had kids screaming at me and pooping on me and spitting up on me that when my husband comes home, I want to like go into a dark room. I don't want to talk or think or be touched. I just want to be alone. And I know I'm probably not the only one who can relate to that. But regular date nights are essential for our marriage. Like we reconnect and dream and talk and I shave my legs and I get the peanut butter out of my hair and I wash my hair for the first time that week. But it is important to me, especially important to my husband that I take Time And it doesn't have to be regular, like it doesn't have to be weekly. It could even be every other week. But planning that, budgeting for that, saving for that, that's important. For your date nights, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You could go literally go to In-N-Out, eat it at a park, and just sit on a blanket and talk. But it is important to take that time for each other, especially with a newborn. And I think it's good for us to like get dressed and wear real clothes and you know, wash our hair. Like, (laughs) 
I don't know about you, but I just, I always, for some reason, always have peanut butter in my hair. I don't know why it's peanut butter, but that's what it is. Anyways, I always think like, have you ever wondered why dads don't ever talk about dad guilt? Like, why is it so easy for them to compartmentalize their life? Because Adam always has such a healthy perspective. He's always like, Bree, stop stressing so much. Our kids have a great life. They're loved. They get plenty of attention. They know they're safe. Like, it's not a big deal. If you get a babysitter, you need to stop stressing about those little things. Like, I think we could all use a little more of that advice. So anyways, once I let go of the mom guilt, I refound myself. I remembered who I was and that I had interests and hobbies and that I had needs too. And I found a balance where I could be happy, like a happy, healthy mom and work on things that also bring me joy. And it doesn't have to be all or nothing. One thing that made my mom guilt also that I wanted to say so much worse was comparing myself to others on Instagram or Pinterest. Don't even get me started with Pinterest. (laughs) That's just, it's not me. It will never be me. I will never be the Pinterest mom. Like, do you know those memes that you see of the moms who post what it's supposed to look like and then what it actually looks like? And it says nailed it. And it's so bad that you can't even recognize what they're trying to do. That's me every single time. It's just in me that like I cannot be creative and artsy and crafty. I don't know why. It actually gives me anxiety. But the twisted thing is I sit and look at these Instagram moms who do all these elaborate birthday parties or have perfectly dressed children or volunteer every day at their kid's school And I envied them. I wondered how they made it look so easy. Why can't I be better like that? One thing I learned is that we all have different personalities. I'm going to do a whole podcast on this, but if you haven't taken your Enneagram test to know your personality type, you should do that now. It is so eye-opening. I'll actually put a link in my show notes if you want to take a simple Enneagram test. Um, But it's really eye-opening to see your personality traits and why you do the things you do. But when I took that test, I realized some moms are twos. Some moms thrive by serving their children. It truly gives them joy. They love to volunteer. They love the the day-to-day routine, and it fulfills them and makes them happy. Well, some moms are a three. They thrive with achieving goals and they like to be successful and they want to be accomplished outside of the home as well as in the home. Some moms are a four. They're artistic and creative and they feel very deeply. They're a little more introverted and they like to hang out at home with their kids. Some moms are a seven like me. They don't like the mundane parts of life. They want to play and have fun and adventure and travel and explore and still have their own hobbies and their own interests as well as being a mom. So each mom is so unique, and that's the beauty of motherhood. The key is to know who you are and what you truly want. Don't be scared to pursue it. You are worth the work. You deserve to explore that side of you. You deserve to honor what you know your soul needs. You are not selfish. You are an amazing mother, however that looks for you. So let's let go of the mom guilt and support each other and love yourself and your motherhood in all of its phases. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. And remember, I coach women in eight-week programs to help with mental, physical, and emotional health. So if you're interested, check out my website, bodybybree.com. And if you liked this episode, please remember to subscribe and review it. And remember, you are so much more than your body. You are strong, you are resilient, and you are capable. I'll see you back here next week. Thank you.